welcome to the podcast for the Yale Forum on Religion and Ecology. We call it Spotlights because the idea is to put spotlights on different people who are working in or around the field of religion and ecology. And it might not be the best ecological metaphor, right? But that's the idea to show the great diversity of voices who are engaging with this kind of work. So uh, for this episode, we're putting the spotlight on Spotlights. It's our uh, one year anniversary. So I thought it was worth kind of reflecting on what we've done for this past year and, you know, looking ahead to the next year. Uh, it's It's been quite a year. Obviously, a big part of this is that the context for this podcast so far has been a global pandemic, right? Uh, COVID-19. And so as difficult and challenging as it's been, uh, we've tried to use it as an opportunity to build some virtual community. And so, uh, so we figured we'd go ahead and launch this podcast and chat with people online and, uh, and try and build some community that way. And it's been pretty successful, I think. Obviously, there's, you know, no simple metric for that. Uh, but we've uh, had a lot of fun, met a lot of people, and, uh, and been pretty productive, and I think have a pretty good sense of how to move forward and, and do more of this. So how did it all start? Uh, Mary Ellen Tucker and John Grimm, the co-directors of the Forum on Religion and Ecology, uh, launched the first episode in 2020 on the fall equinox. So, you know, trying to keep things seasonal and, and connected to the earth. And then since then, we've done over uh, 50 episodes, right? about 50, 52 more after that episode, and uh, releasing one a week uh, on, on Monday, every single Monday. And we're going to keep doing that uh, into the future. So hopefully you've been enjoying the content and, and kind of the regular presentation of it. So we'll keep doing it. As we've developed it, it's kind of turned into three different types of episodes. Uh, one is just a full interview where we invite somebody or a couple people sometimes uh, to come on the show and we just chat and talk about their work and their life. And uh, then along with that, I've started to also add more like clip shows where we just do short snippets from these interviews. Because, you know, not everybody wants to listen to like a 45 minute or hour long interview. Not everybody has that kind of time on their hands. And so it's nice to listen to some highlights. So I'll sometimes take little snippets out and then present those as clips. And then another type of episode we've developed is the remix episode, right? Where uh, we take a few different interviews and kind of splice them together to show that there's been some common themes and common concerns uh, developing among, among people. So, you know, for instance, uh, a handful of people doing religion and climate change. And so we put those people together in one episode as a remix to give you a sense of that kind of continuity. Uh, so those have been pretty fun to make and looking forward to making more in the future. And, you know, what, what have we been doing? I mean, the main thing is we're looking at a great diversity of voices. We're trying to get as, as much of a sense of how many ways you can approach this as possible. So we look at religious scholars, you know, religious studies scholars, and, but we also talk to religious practitioners. And we've tried to include voices from you know, Western religions, Eastern religions, indigenous traditions, uh, new age spirituality, really everything that's out there. And, uh, and to some extent also questioning the very category of religion, which is still very contested and uh, debated. And people are still trying to articulate exactly what we're doing when we're studying religion and talking about religion which has massive uh, practical and political implications. 
Um, and we've also tried to make sure that we're not just talking to professionals in the field, but also students. You know, so uh, we've had a lot of uh, grad students on the show as well as a lot of professionals uh, and also artists, right? Because you can engage with the world of religion and ecology without necessarily being explicitly about religion uh, or about ecology. You can express that in your art you know, in more indirect or oblique ways. So we've had artists, uh, activists, educators, community organizers. So you're showing there's a lot of ways to work with this that isn't purely uh, scholarly. You know, after all, religion and ecology isn't just an academic field. There's a kind of force to it as well, uh, activist or advocate kind of force to it. So we're trying to look at the field and force of religion and ecology. And what have we been talking about? There have been four main categories, and hopefully we'll keep that focus and maybe expand it. We'll see. But the main categories have been talking about new publications. That's always an easy one because people are constantly coming up with new publications in uh, the intersection of religion and ecology. And some of the publications we've done are more about the ecology side. Some are more about the religion side. Uh, some of them definitely address both. Uh, but that's been part of it. So hopefully this is a place you can come back to regularly just to get uh, kind of book reviews from us, right? So um, you might get a sense of the stuff you want to read, or you might get some good summaries of stuff you've already read. So along with publications, teaching strategies have been a constant topic. I'm always interested in how people teach this material. It's not easy because you're teaching across disciplines. You know, if you're teaching about religion and ecology, you have to have some knowledge of religions, but you also have to have some engagement with ecological sciences, right? Which could be climate science. It could be about environmental politics. There's just so many things just on the environment side. And so it's inherently an interdisciplinary or maybe transdisciplinary endeavor. And so suggestions for teaching are always welcome, including with this past year, teaching during a pandemic, uh, which has meant people trying to move classes online, but it's also meant being sensitive to the emotional needs of students, faculty, and staff during such a trying time. So not easy conditions for teaching under by any stretch of the imagination. So it's been a good opportunity to hear from some people who have had some success with what they've done, of constructing assignments and uh, strategies for working with students, that kind of thing. So we'll definitely keep that going more in the future. Always interested in, in how to convey this material uh, to students or to anyone who's interested in it. More generally, we've also talked about the environmental humanities, right? Meaning uh, perspectives on the environment from the humanities. A lot of times when people think of environmental issues, they immediately think science, technology, policy, economics, and those are all important and, and necessary and essential. But there's also this other thing called the humanities and where we have philosophy, literature, religion, history, and just other ways of thinking about the environment that focus a little bit more on subjectivity, right? Symbolism, meaning, uh, those things that, that the humanities are really cut out to do. So uh, it's, it's not just about religion. I'm trying to have a bigger umbrella for, for what this podcast does. So the environmental humanities has, has provided that. And, you know, that's been around for a handful of years now and keeps growing. And so hopefully that will keep happening in the, the coming year. 
And then what else? Along with publications, along with teaching strategies, and along with the environmental humanities, we're also interested in engaged work. That's always a big part of it. You know, like we have community organizers on here, like uh, Paloma Pavel and Carl Anthony with Breakthrough Communities, uh, which you know is an organization working out of Oakland, California, trying to build communities and rethink what cities are in relationship to race, in relationship to ecology and spirituality. And what else? Like Andreas Carellis, another uh, local Bay Area person, right? Because I'm here in the San Francisco Bay Area. And Andreas runs a nonprofit, Revolve, which is all about funding other nonprofits in the effort to get solar panels distributed as much as possible, right? Solar is getting cheaper and cheaper all the time. And the transition toward a solar economy and toward renewable energies is happening pretty quickly. Quickly enough is a different question, but it is happening. And so it's been exciting to have uh, these kind of community organizers, activists, people working with nonprofits to show that these aren't just ideas we're talking about. These are things that are practical, they're actionable, and they're happening. So there's a lot of, a lot of hope, courage, other kinds of virtues that come out of that work. Uh, so that's a really important part of this. So what else? You know, those are the kind of categories we've engaged with. One of the things I was really happy uh, is that not only do we talk to people who are doing engaged work, we actually facilitated some engagement of our own uh, with the launching of a religion and ecology early career scholars reading group. And of course, that's REEKS, Religion and Ecology Early Career Scholars. And so uh, with Timothy Grieve Carlson and Russell Powell, we, uh, we launched this uh, at the end of 2020, and then some meetings have been going on throughout 2021, and they've been really fun and uh, going to them. And uh, we've had several so far, and, and the one now that the ball is rolling, I think we'll easily have several more in the future. So if you're interested in that, check it out. Uh, it'll be easy to find our episode, and I'll put the link in the, uh, in the description for this episode so that you can go back and find it. Because we're always interested in having more early career scholars uh, join us, share their work, listen to other people sharing their work, and just have a space to dialogue. Uh, so that was fun. That was, that's a win in my book. Um, and so what's the future look like? Hopefully more of all of that, right? More discussion of teaching, more book reviews and book reports about your know, new publications, and more discussions about the environmental humanities more generally, so that we can hear about art, literature, history, philosophy, things like that. And definitely more engaged work. We want to, at the end of the day, make sure that this is all practical. We want to make sure that, that uh, it facilitates real transformation in the actual world, right? Simple, simple goal, not always easy to achieve. Uh, especially just by a humble podcast, you know, this is, we're not going to start a revolution here, uh, but we want to contribute to that. We want to contribute to the work of carrying out real life transitions. So one of the things I really want to add also, we want more diversity of voices in the future as well. And so, you know, part of that's me reaching out to people. It's also more people finding us and saying, Hey, you look interesting. Can I come on the show? Um, so we'll try and get more religions represented. Uh, more perspectives from, from different parts of the world and uh, from different students, professionals, activists, advocates, scholars, you know, whatever it is. So more, more people. There's so many ways to think through these issues. And uh, it's fun for me as the host 
to get to talk to people from from different walks of life. And it's a learning experience for me, and I hope it is for whoever else is uh, is listening or watching these episodes. So, you know, more uh, more collaborations hopefully are coming our way. And if you see anything that you want to see on the show, you know, or know anything, uh, have any ideas or suggestions, feel free to to shoot them my way. Because um, you never know. It could be something simple like, oh, you should have this person on the show because they're really good and they have a new book out that maybe I haven't heard of. You know, so tell me, hey, invite this person. Or maybe you yourself want to be on the show. And maybe I don't know you and so I haven't thought of inviting you. Or maybe I do know you, but still have forgotten because I'm not the best at scheduling and uh, interviews. And so if for any reason you think that uh, that you'd like to be a guest on the show, reach out. Be happy to have you, most likely. And uh, so feel free to reach out with suggestions. Feel free to reach out with invitations. You know, we're here to connect. That's pretty much the idea. You know, this isn't uh, any final word on religion and ecology. It's really about building out connections. And so we want to do that more in the future. And we've done that pretty well uh, in this last year. And knowing that, you know, this has happened in the context of a global pandemic, hopefully as things settle down or become more chaotic, that we'll still be able to keep this going and so that we can keep building community and keep uh, providing some information and inspiration, some hope and a sense of courage. So I don't know. It's not the most exciting birthday episode for for the podcast, but I thought it was worth doing one just to kind of mark the transition. So to do that also, I'm going to go ahead and call this season two. Otherwise, we're going to start having episodes that are like episode 150. And that's just a little a little unwieldy. Uh, so we're going to start going back to like 2.1. And so this will be season two. Uh, or season two, episode one, right? So slightly different notation, uh, but it'll still be the same host. Uh, I might change backgrounds again. I've tried a few different things out along the way uh, and maybe, you know, a different microphone, you know, little things might change, uh, but the overall structure will, will be the same. And again, happy to hear any suggestions for improving the show or finding different voices to bring onto the show. So I don't have any balloons or streamers or, or cake or anything like that. So I guess for our anniversary show, I'll go ahead and wrap it up with that. Um, and uh, thanks for listening or watching. And if this is the first time that you've tuned in, we have you know over 50 episodes uh, already logged in that you can, you can check out. And if you're a loyal listener and you've been paying attention this whole time, thanks a lot. It really uh, means a lot to me and uh, to the rest of the Forum on Religion and Ecology team. All right, so I'll leave it there. I'll be back next week with some interviews so you won't just have to hear me kind of yammer on about stuff. And, uh, and we'll keep those interviews going in the future. So in the meantime, take care and be well.